soundboard and I've got a snowball. But let's make it perfectly clear. Christian yes. isn't better than both of you in one sense. Casey's the only one that's not at fault here for rushing a man on the can. Like, come no, on. No, I literally texted you because Christy was like, where's Caleb? I sent I a message like, to this chat. Yeah. <laughs> well, but. You, okay. You, you barely gave me 10 minutes. I my Actually, my chat window was closed. I just had heads. So I, uh -huh. I didn't see it. Uh-huh. Like yeah, an well, excuse. I had to reopen it. Yeah. I had to reopen. I found it. I did. Well, well, Are you back. recording? I'm okay. recording. We're back. It's another episode of Proc Gens, a podcast about video game, ostensibly about video games, but actually about creative despair. How is everybody today? <laughs> creative despair? Disparity, <laughs> yeah. you mean? <laughs> no, I meant despair. We're all creative people. I guess uh, the only disparity I have is I'm not visually artistic a lot. Yeah. Kinda am. Oh. But it's more design. Aww. It's more design and like shot structure and like That's huge. Not but if you don't not if you don't not creative. if you don't make things. <laughs> creative is creative. If you're not feeling yeah. creative, that's despair. Yes. That's precisely. Nice. Precisely. Yeah, no, you're in a pretty terrible position, Caleb. So sorry, man. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's huh? like, what? Wait, what does he know that I don't? <laughs> what happened? So what are, what are we doing here? Who are we? Who's wow, talking? what an existential question to start the conversation. No. What are we what all doing here? <laughs> the meaning of life. Let's introduce ourselves, starting with the, the guests. Let's start with the guests. No, well, start with us. All, the no. meaning of life Good Lord. I'm one of your I'm one of your hosts. 42 is all over uh, Spider-Man the, into the Spider-Verse, by the way. It's in like 10 different places. Um, meaning of life and shit. Oh, uh, oh I'm oh, one of yeah. your hosts, Caleb. Love, web on everything that's important, including my own heart. Uh, and one of my always hosts, the always hosts, the grand, is Christy. It's... Say hello. Ew, hey, gross. everybody. I just said your name and I hated it. Uh, Nan, oh, the Nan. Like Nan, the Nan, the Nan, the Nan, and the Grand. Amanda, Amanda has this habit of calling me Caleb in front of our kids, and it drives me fucking nuts. I'm like, stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm babe or dad. Because when Charlie's like Caleb, I'm like, I'm gonna smack you in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> That's yeah. not my name to you. <clears throat> and then my mom's like, Christy, shut up. Ugh, shut up. Ugh, <laughs> ugh. I hate it. I hate it so much. Okay. Uh, but All we have right, two. We have two guests. The guests we yes, had we previously, um, Catholic Pollock and barbecue <laughs> sauce. What? Barbecue sauce. Casey and the Sunshine Band and <laughs> and Catholic. All right, Christian. What's up, Christian? What's up? And his mother, dearest Nan's sister, Casey. Yeah, you can say it. It's it's okay. Say what? You don't have to from here on out. You can say auntie. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I've ever described you as just my Aunt Casey, but like that's what you are. I just say Casey, but but I also yeah, don't really talk true. about you with anybody that's not in the family. So I'm never like Aww. Casey, and they're like, who? a great aunt? No, she's an aunt once removed. Oh, right. is that how it is? Oh. Yes. I thought it was a great aunt. Well, it, the once removed is based on generation. So if you're a generation above me... Huh. You are once removed from my generation. Well, so then uh, how, okay. does, how uh, does one become a great aunt then? You just have to do really, really, Be really well good at, at being an aunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, yeah. I get it. I get it. 
All right. All right. I want to say right at the start, because you and I have not talked about this probably since oh, we first started podcasting. Oh, sister is most correctly called your grand aunt. Well, shit, I'm wrong. I think you're my so cousin once great removed. Or grand aunt. Yeah, I think you're my cousin once removed. She's my grand great aunt. Yeah, grand, I don't know. Grand aunt. A Pontiac grand aunt. As I was saying, um, I think we should uh, talk about our age disparity. I turned you down kind of... because you were really loud, and then that sentence was really quiet. Go on. Sorry. I think I'm just we doing it. And now it's loud talk... again. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you think we should talk? No, you're fine. You think we should talk about what? Age disparity. Because we are talking about, <laughs> we are talking about generations. Hey, let's talk and... about ageism. Age. Um, yeah, so I am, I am 68. Yes, I am 68. I am Caleb's grandmama, grandmater, and Casey, <laughs> mater, is Casey is my baby sister. Gross, who mater. is who is 59? 59. 59. And I am, you guys, yeah. you guys share a birthday. <laughs> Yeah, we do. do we and possibly the longest ever gestation of twins. Casey was <laughs> yes. born nine years post term. Um, to the day. That's so amazingly yeah. true. Yeah, and I am the mother of Christian, and the aunt, great aunt of Caleb. Yes, grand aunt. Grand aunt, grand aunt, le grand aunt. Uh, it's really strange how <laughs> the ages in our family work, though, because to me, Christy is my aunt, but Caleb, it, uh, she's his grandmother. Uh, yeah. But Caleb's older than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really just weird. it's just separate tracks, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Case waited a little bit longer to have kids than uh, Nan did. Wait, <laughs> and. Yeah, it's just yeah, like my family, my my particular leg of the tree, limb of the tree, root, whatever, is like a bunch of people that didn't want to be twenty five before they had kids. So right. like, when did? So I was man, I was eighteen when my daughter was <laughs> man was eighteen. Was my mom was yeah. twenty, yeah. and so I'm so sorry. One second, it's fine. Shut that bitch oh. up! I'm just kidding. That's the, that's worse. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but that's, but yeah, but that's so what... my family is very young, mm -hmm. which is why I have a four-year-old who knows her great-grandmother and her great-grandmother hasn't even, uh, broken 70. Um, yeah. Yeah. and I knew both of I knew three of my great-grandparents. I know people who didn't know their grandparents because their parents yeah. waited to have kids until they were 40 and mm -hmm. their parents didn't have their kids until they were 30. So grandma and grandpa were in their 70s when kid number one was born. My best, my old best friend, Matt Higgs, his parents were as old. Jack's as old as you, Nan. And he's my age and his dad's like 67, 68, 69, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Which like, wow. I was yeah. always of the impression I would have kids early because I wanted to be around for a long time. But now having two kids and being 20. What are you? Nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, you, you understand why people wait till they're 30. You have your shit together yeah. better when you're 30. And I'm, you know, mm -hmm. and, creative and despair. <laughs> we jumped over Christian. How old are you, Betty? Yes, how old are you? Um, I, next month, I'll be 28. 
I didn't realize we were only a year yeah. apart. Yeah. A little bit yeah. over a year, but yeah. A little over a year. Yeah. And yeah. and my brothers are cascading down by years after me. I'm the oldest. And we often have games where we'll play and it's my grandma and me and my uncle who's 40, turns 41 next month, and my youngest brother who's 20. So we like to play games and and smear it like a good butter across the toast that is games. Yeah. I heard someone today refer to mayonnaise as liquid chicken yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And it's perfect. That's a good uh, description of us, I guess. Liquid chicken yogurt. It's great. Uh, Um, But we're here to talk about the bungee games. Most pointedly, the Destiny variety. Um, We talked about this last time, but we wanted to get into a little more detail about why and how and when Casey got into games and how instrumental I can't say all of us because I don't think I've played a game with Casey except to like hop into Destiny and be like, hey, uh, but <laughs> but Christian and, and man, y'all are instrumental in her in her journey. So let's start with hand in the football, the metaphorical football. It's not pigskin. Don't worry. Um to Casey and, and t- tell us, tell us wh- well, first of all, why the hell did you decide to get into one of the most uh, acutely complex hobbies in the world? Well, um, I always wanted to, but never really had the patience. And I would try one like Portal and I would get <laughs> so monumentally frustrated. I would just give up. And then um, about two years, no, wait. Three years? Almost. Wait. <laughs> it's all right. 20, anyway, 2020 counts as four years. years ago. Two and yeah. a half. Okay. Two and a half years ago, Christian was like, Mom, I'd really like for you to start playing Destiny with me. I think you'd really enjoy it. And I think you can do it. And why don't you give it a try? And I was like, ah, Christian, you know, I just oh, geez, I don't really? know if I have the patience. I just don't know if I, I you know, would have the... I'd be able to put the time into it to, to get even decent at it. And you know how I get when I get frustrated with the controller and I'm like, yeah, but you know, I think, why don't you give it a shot, you know, and just kind of, it was like, all right. And so, um, I already had the Xbox. Um, that's another story anyway. So he bought me destiny two and got me set up. And, um, and then Christy, uh, hopped in. She said, you know, between the two of us, we'll help you. We'll get you going. We'll get you. We'll walk you through it. We'll experience the whole storyline together. And, you know, you can do this. It's like, all right, all right, I'll give it a shot. So we did. And then, you know, I was very frustrated at the beginning, as as I get, you know, very impatient with myself. And I just felt like I was, um, you know, just running everybody ragged being frustrated with me and um but after i don't know after a couple of months i you know we started setting a specific time to play which is sunday afternoons and so that started becoming our day to play and then i started feeling like i can do this and because i didn't know any different um destiny was just the game that i happened to be playing I didn't know, you know, it was my first game. It's like, I'll learn this. And then, and I eventually started learning things. And 
And then Christian suggested, you know, we really need to do Destiny 1. So you can sure. get the backstory and, and then go through that and then get back into Destiny 2. And, and as so a side did... note, I would have preferred that she had started with Destiny 1. Just at the time, yeah. Destiny 2 was uh, what we were all playing. So I wanted her to be able to have that social aspect. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so we backed up. We did Destiny 1. And it gave me a really good context um, for Destiny 2. Um, yeah, I think there's like, an interesting um, phenomenon that happens with like entertainment, not specifically games or movies or shows, all of it, where people like to tell a story and then go, wouldn't it be cool if we told you how everybody got here? And then like the sequel is actually a prequel. So like playing Destiny 2 and then going back to Destiny 1 isn't as unorthodox as it sounds, I don't think. Like, Red Dead came out in 2013, and then five years later in 2018, we got Red Dead 2, which takes place, like, ten years before Red Dead 1. And you're yeah. like, yeah. this game's great. I needed this. Or, you know, we get Solo yeah. and Rogue One coming out of Star Wars that give us all backstory. Whether or not Solo's important is a conversation for another podcast. But, like, Ro Rogue One has a lot of context. So Yeah, look at the trajectory of Halo 2 also. Yeah, and I think well, that's yeah. yeah, I think that's also largely cuz Bungie got to Halo 3 and put Chief on ice and then went uh, let's tell a story about somebody else, which is fine. And ODST and um Reach are great. And we'll find out. And also out Casey, what I, later. I I'm sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. I no, that's it. That's it. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I got really really excited and had to talk right away. Um <laughs> that's generally how it goes. I started Mass yeah. Effect 2. And then did Mass Effect 3, and then went back and did 1, 2, 3. Well, that was for I'm a very specific reason, and that's because Mass Effect 1 sucks to play. <laughs> the story is great, but the gameplay is garbage. Yeah. Um, so we saved you the trouble of not being able to use a sniper because you didn't pick a class that can use a sniper. Yeah. Uh, and just let you play the game that makes more mechanical sense. Um, but Casey, you started then with Destiny 2, which if like I had to hold up a scale of... Uh, you know what? Maybe a Venn diagram of like <laughs> games to play when you're a beginner and games that you can still enjoy when you're an expert and where that crosses over, right? Is games that like you can start playing and continue playing. Destiny's not in the middle one to me. It's, it's in the right one. Destiny's the one that like, I've been playing shooters for 20 years. So when destiny comes out, I know how all of it works. I know all the verbs. I know all the actions. I know how to do all of it. Um, and first person shooters just out the gate are, I was talking, I did an interview a couple weeks ago with a guy named Rami Ismail and we were talking about how he recorded, um, for like a apartment complex in the Netherlands because he knew the people or whatever they recorded an ad. They wanted him to act like he was playing games. So he held a controller and act like he was playing games, but he recorded it himself so he could see it later and then recorded himself actually playing games. And he was like, there's so many micro adjustments and small things you do with your hands while you play like first yeah. person shooters are not they're not the gateway drug you know <laughs> like <laughs> like tetris is a gateway drug right peggle is a gateway drug whatever um destiny you started not even in the frying pan you were already like into the fire you were you were you started it as a reduction <laughs> which is not how <laughs> sauces start um but how how long did it take for you to start feeling like yeah, I'm really playing? Yeah, like what was really... that what was that like? Because 
again, I'm expounding on the points I've already made, but when I started playing games, it was like Sonic the Hedgehog. And the main verbs were run right and hit a button to jump on things. And if you hold down and hit that button, you spin real fast. And then when you let go, you go flying again to the right. Um, Very, very simple stuff. And yeah, you jumped in with this like highfalutin whole foods variety Game. <laughs> yeah well right. how, what was that like what like h- how much well, how much cbd oil were you on <laughs> to maintain a level of calm or whatever i don't know i guess because i didn't know any different i didn't know <laughs> you just were like all games that are this hard <laughs> yes. yeah. it's like everything is like this so on, is this what gamers are like and so christian thank you christian was infinitely patient Christy too. Infinitely. I'll believe the first one. I I will not believe the second one. (laughs) No, really, really. And, you know, (laughs) it's like, where are you guys? Where are you guys? I can't find you. I can't. Well, I still do that. But um, (laughs) (laughs) so do I. Um, Where are you guys? What button do I hit to to run fast again? What? How do I? What do I? And it's just like, you know, after, I guess, I couldn't tell you the exact time but it it got to where um i guess it was probably somewhere between three and six months in all of a sudden i realized um that i was canceling appointments so that <laughs> my sunday didn't get interrupted you know and, and then trying to find another day during the week that i could play and um and yeah so it it's i don't know somewhere yeah, three to six months, I guess. Okay. If I had to guess, I don't really know. But I found myself being like, this is an integral part of my life now. And I I don't know what I would do if I didn't have it. And um, so that's, that's the point at which that happened pretty quick, I think. I don't know. Three months may not be quick. But it, I don't know. Christian, I mean, I guess maybe you have a better picture of when it clicked for me and I started really enjoying myself and not being frustrated with everything that I was doing all the time. Well, I mean, the same. So it, it's kind of the same analogy as if like you're living with somebody and they're, you know, slowly losing weight. Um, but you don't see it because you're around them every single day. Um, yeah. You, like they're on a diet. And, you know, next thing you know, you look at an old picture and you're like, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. Um, yeah. same thing in this instance is like, Good you know, I was around her around like every single time that she played. So it was hard to like actively see the progress. But then when something happens and you look back at like the very beginning and you're like, wow, like she can do this thing that she in no way would have been able to do back then. It's hard to see that exact moment. I don't, I, that's why I guess yeah. my answer is like, there wasn't an exact moment where it like clicked. Um, and I think she's downplaying a lot of her past experience as well. Because growing up, um, I I distinctly remember like she would play like like she said she you know she touched and go on Spyro the Dragon a lot and um, but like she did play Wipeout with us That's a true. ton. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. She yeah. even touched Need for Speed, um, a bunch of the other games like Bust a Groove or whatever that was called, oh, yeah. um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she is downplaying her experience a little bit, even though she wasn't like as active as a normal gamer is. Yeah, um, or as agile. You, you yeah. touch and go, you don't get the uh, speed or agility that you right, need. Right. Oh, and then there was Journey in there. Yeah, and she she played a couple of those like 
PlayStation games like Journey and Flower. Um, yeah. mm. you know, Love did, Flower. She did have her attempt at Mass Effect One. Uh, we both got. Did you ever play Pixel Junk, y'all? Did you have Pixel Junk I on your PlayStation? I don't think so. Oh, those games are are very. Familiar. Those games are very indie and like. Yeah, I only knew of them because Ben knew of them. <laughs> I would never have found them if not. But yes, but that choice. being said, um, her skill, I would say, like the tipping point was when we kind of started at Destiny One. Um, so she had been playing Destiny Two for probably about a year or so before we hit Destiny One, um, yeah. and it was that point that she was able to like. She transitioned to this new game, which was essentially the same game, but, you know, a game that she hadn't yet played. And she was able to, you know, just pick right into it as if, you know, as if she was just any gamer going to a new game. Like I said, I know Destiny 2 and Destiny 1 are basically the same games, essentially. But, um, you know, jumping into that, you know, she didn't have the beginning problems. She was able to go through the tutorial, go through the stories and stuff like that, as if she had been playing shooters for a while, because she had been at that point, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, like you, you know, think Destiny's the first game I played. And that's probably your own brain editorializing like your experience, right? Like this is the first game you took ownership of. Like my grandma also played games thirty years before she got into Portal in two thousand twelve, yeah. right? She played Pong when Ben had it or oh, when they yeah, bought it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone's dabbled yeah. in games at least a little bit at some point. Yeah, um of like remembering, oh yeah, we played Wipeout, and interestingly, I think Wipeout, as difficult as it may have been, because that game was hard, it's still easier uh, than this. So like you had that that base mm-hmm. or that base level. I know how to play some games. Turn. Yeah, That's it's it, like yeah. one button to go forward, and then two buttons to go left or right. <laughs> That's it. That's really nice yeah. and easy. Racing games are kind of a good, good uh, low floor to get into, but um, yeah. I'm I'm constantly fascinated by how Destiny is like this group's thing to um congregate around. Not because like it's not good. That's I say that and I understand it comes with like a tone of like, ew, Destiny? That's not what I mean. Um it's just like when as Christian and I I'm sure have both either said to each other or out loud in parties before, maybe even on this podcast. Like, Destiny is Bungie's, I don't want to say magnum opus. I think they're possible. I think that they are capable of making even better in, in this universe still. But, like, when you think about what Bungie's done for the last 25 years in making shooters, like, this is close to the apex of, like, their mechanical prowess. Like, this game works, and it feels good. And it runs perfectly. So, like, I get Christian and I playing it because, like, it's the logical next step, right? You've read the first book and the second book. Might as well open the third book. Um, for you guys to start here is nice and and as simultaneously, as I said, confusing because, <laughs> like, it's very difficult. But you did choose, despite its difficulty, to pick up one of the most mechanically sound first person shooters you could start with like you could have grabbed my brain just turned off but you could have grabbed any other shooter and had a less fun experience because the game itself wasn't made to be as i don't know not easy to 
know what I'm trying to say, Christian? I'm just kind of fumbling around with this, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, okay. Well, I mean, so there's the fence, there's good games, um, but not as easy of an experience to use. There are bad games with an easy experience to use and everything in between. Um, so I get what you're saying when you're saying like the fact that they chose this, it's, it's an advanced game. Um, but it feels good in every way. And it's not necessarily what you see a beginner picking up, but the, the nature of the beast is that it, it allows beginners to pick it up. I don't know. It's, That's true. it's, yeah. so, it's so a here, strange area. It's, uh, yeah. It's, if someone it's, had yeah. come in from another planet playing, <laughs> yeah, if someone had landed on earth and you'd handed them a dual stick controller and said, this is what we do to have fun. That's kind of like what it's like for an older person to enter that world it's like foreign even though we picked up paddles and pongs and <laughs> whatever yeah. throughout the ages to hand a dual stick controller and say play this complex game and enter this universe it is a unique learning experience and we're still learning and i'm nine years older than casey so my brain agility is quite different the common denominator was i had played it a good bit Christian had played it exhaustively and you came in and we, we combined our experiences, your, your new, your newness, Christian's expertise, my persistence, (laughs) and we created a community Mm -hmm. out of it. That's true. And, and again, I guess, um, you know, I just remember talking to Christian and him saying, you know, I just really think you would enjoy this game. I really think, I would, you know, we would enjoy playing this game together. And I just remember him saying that and it's like, well, that's it. Then that's what I'm going to do because I um, really, you know, we just felt like it was a a bonding opportunity and it was, and it is, continues to be. And now I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't give up unless I absolutely have to, would not give up my Sunday afternoons with Christian and Christy for any amount of money on the planet. I think we also forget where this all comes from because you, you've you been noting a lot that this comes from me hoping that you would play with me or that we would have more bonding time, which is uh, which is a reason behind it. But the, this all goes back to when Christy lost Tim. Um, this, sure. and I knew Christy played Xbox. I knew she played Destiny and Destiny 2. Um, this, was, this was not me giving this game to you for me this was me giving this game to you for christy so that you guys would have yes. a better way to connect that's um, true that's sure because at the time you know i mean well you still live across the country from one another um but i know christy was going through a really really hard time and the fact that you could never see your sister as often as you wanted was putting a lot of stress on you um that was this was like the solution to that that's honestly the very reason i bought you destiny too uh, I, you know, I mean, yeah, I know. God, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting a little choked up here. Oh, that's all right. This podcast is made for crying. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was one of the reasons. No, it was the reason. Um, wow. I did not realize that was the only, I mean, the main reason. Um, Nor did I. I'm sort of stunned. Yeah, me too. Well, f- interestingly, yeah. coincidentally, that's why this podcast exists. Mm-hmm. I uh, I started Progens yeah. in like August that year, uh, twenty eighteen. Um, 
Because, like, we had that moment right after his passing, man, where I took the week off of work, much to the loathing of my coworkers at the warehouse, which they can all get bent. Um, <laughs> I took a week off, and that whole week we just hung out. Like, we didn't have plans. It wasn't like, let's go to here and then go here. And I would just, I just woke up and I drove over and we'd eat breakfast and then we'd go to a park or we'd go to a coffee shop or we'd go to the art museum. And I was just very much in that moment at the same time delaying my own like reaction, being like, if I don't think about this, it'll be fine. Yeah. As long as <laughs> um, I'm taking care of Nan. <laughs> yeah. But also like very much being in the same, um, and at the same time, like trying to find a way, and this sounds a little corny maybe not corny what's the word i'm looking for like like i didn't ah, I'm, what am i trying to say like I, w- I wanted to make sure you had something to do right because like i've not been around that kind of loss at, at very much at all in my life i have some friends who've lost parents and things like that but like i've also i've 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 you know i'm learned enough to know that there are people that like when those things happen can kind of lose direction right and I don't want to sound like I'm trying to like control things, but I, I remember that week mm-hmm. being like, let's just like do stuff <laughs> so that like we can realize that we can still do stuff because the first few days doing anything felt like it wasn't possible. It was like, all right, cool. <laughs> this sucks. Fuck it. Um, and then a couple months later, I kept thinking back to that week and I was like, man, we play games a lot. And like, that's we a, played games that's in a, the hospital while you're dead. Yeah, one of, the, one of my favorite <laughs> episodes of this podcast is about us playing Florence. It's very good. Um, yeah. But, like, that realiz- I had that realization that, like, I, I played games with my 60, at that time, six-year-old grandmother. Mm-hmm. This is, people would listen to this. Six-year-old? 66. 66-year-old. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you said six-year-old. I'm like, no. 60. 60. <laughs> age thing is, yeah. Age, we. Um, <laughs> Oh, well, I know. I remember being like, we should, we should do a podcast. Yeah, and we yeah. should do a podcast about how we play games together. And that obviously yeah. ended up entailing the the time we played Florence in the ICU waiting room. But mm-hmm. this podcast was created out of that deficit to like give not just direction but like something productive to do. And then here we are talking about a game that you guys share because Christian was like, y'all need to hang out. And you can't hang out in yeah. person. And like, as a gamer, like me, Christian was like, I hang out with my friends every night. I don't leave my house, but I hang out with my friends every night. I just pop on my Xbox and jump in a party and we talk about dumb shit for hours while blowing things up. <laughs> so like, he was like, let's, I want to give that to my mom and my aunt so that they can have the same thing. And that here we are. And it can I, let me just say, I, I have an analogy. Um, oh boy. When, okay, so. <laughs> Ben and Tech, uh, Tech Supreme, started coming to St. Charles to meet us at the gym to get Tim and I uh, started on the road to, you know, Mm -hmm. weightlifting and just whatever. And we all kind of expect, well, then we'd alternate. We would go to St. Louis after a week, then we'd start going to St. Louis for one day a week. Then they'd come to St. Charles. We were going back and forth three or four times a week. We kind of expected after the first month or two, they'd go, okay, little birdies, fly. You know how to do it now. We'll see you later. But we had so much fun. We did it for three and a half years and and beyond after Tim passed. We did it until COVID. Yeah. Uh, 
And so I want to use that as a bridge to ask Christian and Caleb, at which point when you're trying to set us in motion and get us playing games, did you realize that you enjoyed hanging out and doing it with us? Because I think you do. <laughs> I don't think you're still just doing it out of charity. Rephrase, have... rephrase the question. At what point did we which what? Point, at which point at, when you were helping us to, you know, get our flight feathers, at which point did you guys realize that you enjoyed it as well? Playing with two. Hanging with us old ladies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, for, uh, for me, a late was... middle-ager and an and a early old-ager. <laughs> for me, it's never been anything but instant. The first minute I was in a party with either of you playing a game, I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> and like doing Humorous. jump doing jumping puzzles <laughs> while ta- while doing the the Taken King raid, the King's Fall raid, and like that puzzle where you have to jump on the landing craft with a group of people that like I barely knew, but who knew a friend of Ben's who knew uh who Ben's friend knew uh you know, whatever the weird chain of friendship is mm-hmm. with that group. Um like they were all just like this is dope <laughs> we're playing with this guy's mom and this other guy's grandma and we got to the jumping puzzle and we were like can someone stay up there because she's gonna fall oh, and they were like, oh yeah very well oh yeah sure <laughs> oh my gosh and like that that segment took like 30 minutes and it took everybody else 30 seconds because <laughs> we've been playing games for 20 years and it was like oh yeah it's a jumping puzzle it's fine um that whole time I'm sitting there like just laughing kind of maniacally after muting my microphone because I'm like, all these people yeah, I never heard are laugh. waiting for this old lady to jump and they're enjoying it. They were having fun. It was great. And so, yeah, for me, for me, it's always been instant fun because it's, it's not just like holding your hand, walking through a thing. It's guiding you through a thing. That's like instrumental to my happiness. So like I'm sharing a thing with you. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. dragging you along. How about you, Christian? Yeah. Um. Well, so okay. It's a. I guess it's a little different for me. Um. I do very much enjoy the process of playing with you guys. Anyway, it's it's also one of those instant things, and um, it's something that, like I said, with my mom's past experience with playing, playing Journey and stuff. Um. I mean, she's always been around. Uh, me when I played video games and she's she's watched here and there but like you know sitting next to her while she's played Journey or Mass Effect 1 or whatever even like Destiny now it's always something that I've enjoyed just because like that's one of my greatest loves and getting to share that is something that's awesome anyway so just getting to do stuff that you love with other family members that you love is going to make it enjoyable inherently Um, but also for me uh, I've always really really enjoyed helping people in general that's one of my greatest loves in life um not necessarily like you know like i maybe shamefully maybe not um i don't go out and do like charity work or anything i don't like go to soup kitchens or stuff like that but one of my greatest loves still is just like helping people that i know and that i love and um in general so like jobs that i've actually enjoyed more than most other jobs have been like working at the movie theater and working at disney world where like my main yeah. job was to help people and to take care of people and guests and stuff like that. So um, getting to uh, do Destiny with you guys and take you through these very, very difficult things and show you these secrets and stuff like that is uh, obviously helping you guys in a lot of ways and being able to, yeah. um, you know, sometimes step you through things or not. Um, either way, it's it's one of those things where I just feel like 
um, I'm getting to show you guys something greater and help you accomplish something better. So to me, that is fun. That is like a, an immense joy that I have in general. So yeah. um, not just because like, you know, I'm giving you guys my charity or anything, but because <laughs> I'm getting to help people that I love do something really, really cool. So yeah, oh, wow. for sure. Yeah. That is right, but I, I, Go ahead. No, um, I, I'm trying to think of what I was just going to say. There was something I was going to say in there when what he was um, talking about helping. Um, it just, it just makes me feel happy that that is because it just occurred to me that that is what you've always enjoyed doing is helping people, and it, and I didn't realize I knew that until wow. just now. It's like, oh my goodness, you're right, Chris. That's really true. Happy helping. Mm -hmm. helping people and like i said never he's never done soup kitchen stuff like that but yeah you've always been happy at disney and you loved working at that movie theater and um i could just totally see you in some capacity yeah in yeah helping people in some way in the future he's in, a guide in, in a massive way yeah mm -hmm. yeah i would like, love if that I, was my full-time job just like guiding people through raids and stuff that's <laughs> That's a, that's a thing that's a thing people do i remember coming yeah, across yeah. that a couple of years ago that there were people yeah. that were like they would charge hourly to like walk people through stuff or just play with people like people that wanted Isn't to play battlefield now? but they were bad at mm -hmm. it yeah I, well Isn't there a feature now of people that uh, uh in yeah Destiny? but you have to have like a full group that's willing okay to guide, like one person right okay right okay yeah. mm. um, um but yeah, no, there were people that would like play Battlefield with you and like basically just be there to revive you and like start shooting at people so that they were weaker so that you could shoot at them and things like that. Um, little game Sherpas. Um, and I remember Ben and I were like, um, job? And then like that never <laughs> became a thing because that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. But uh, still, <laughs> still. Um, so, so maybe this would be a good time to sort of transition because... Um, uh, I mean, I I, don't, I definitely don't want to steer us away, but one of the things that I enjoy so much playing with Christian is like we're be we'll be racing through a room to get to the next room, and he'll stop and say, "Hey guys, wait, 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 come back here and stand here and just look." And I honestly had never done that. You know, maybe had played that at, at, as a campaign and maybe done it again as an adventure and done it again as a strike, again and again and again and again, and never walked back up on that bridge and just stood there and went, "Oh." yeah you know um mm -hmm. your your uh yeah. awareness of the environment and maybe because you've played it so many times you know it so thoroughly but to stop us from just barreling through barreling <laughs> through yeah and, think, and then and then to think about the hundreds of artists that might have you know been working on that one room just to get that one room and i've never ever taken the time to look at it so anyway i really do appreciate that and you've kind of done that at almost every level, every step. It's just like not yes. only the backstory and the lore, but to stop. Wait, wait, come here. Look at this waterfall. I mean, look at this, look you know, around. this pyramid. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Yeah. I love look that. Up here. Look it's up here. one of those things that I mean, well, it directly correlates to real life though, too. You've got a lot of people who never stop to smell the the flowers. Um, it's the same <laughs> thing. You know, if you never look up, you don't see part of the most beautiful things about life. Um, and mm -hmm. the same in video games, like uh, too many people just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a race game. Speedruns have mm -hmm. 
uh, infiltrated the daily gamer in a sense that like everybody <laughs> wants to do it as fast as they can. Yeah, sure. Um, but mm-hmm. a lot of people just miss that, that achievement, especially mm-hmm. looking up. There are so many people that never just point their analog stick upwards in a video game, and they miss so much. Yeah. yeah. The true. um, the zero hour mission <laughs> took us how many tries? Forty plus. Forty two. Forty two. Forty two. Felt like seventy two, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 42 mm-hmm. times i asked christian how, how long did it take you to do it how many tries to get it done the very first time and i think you said uh, yeah my very first time it was just me and one other guy my friend triumph and it took us mm-hmm. five attempts but the first two attempts were us literally just looking around the old tower uh just mm-hmm. to appreciate That's the scenery the best. and then it was the next yeah. three attempts that were like real attempts yeah but we well, I have to let me just jump in here with zero please, hour. Please, please, go right ahead. <laughs> Something happened to me when we started playing zero hour. Um, there was an obsession level in my brain that <laughs> for weeks I wasn't able to go to sleep at night because I would be <laughs> running through it in my head, like this jump here and yeah. this turn this switch and run down that hall. And okay, I forget now. How do I where am I supposed to go after I get into this room? Where is it where run through you know doing that in my head for weeks <laughs> until we finally you know until i finally was able to you know make our way through it and learn get better at jumping at all solving the puzzle and everything and um <laughs> obsessed i mean it's like i thought i was going crazy anyway it was so much fun and just holy cow it's a blast anyway. when it's a blast when like something like that takes hold of you like that Mm-hmm. <laughs> um obviously like as i'm sure you've noticed it doesn't happen all the time also no. thank god because if it did none of us would sleep yeah, yeah. but um <laughs> i love when a game has just gotten so into your skin that you like dream about it or like yeah. you're sitting there making dinner and you're like how do i do this i i think that like <laughs> there's different levels of it because i have this mm-hmm. i have this thing and if y'all do too you can you can uh I guess commiserate with you. That's not commiserate, but you can agree or, or disagree, right. whatever. But like I have a, there it is. Relate. That's the word I was looking for. Um, <laughs> my brain. Boop. Um, I have this thing where like, if I try something new and it's very much my jam, I, I will think about that game nonstop. And so like oh, yeah. last year in March, right when lockdown happened and like, I had just quit working at GameStop and I didn't have anything to do. Amanda was working full time. Charlie was going to the in-laws. Like I was just at home, like <laughs> before I had really decided to like lean into the the blog, the website, like I started streaming uh for fun and we started playing Stardew Valley, which is like a little farming game, but more than that, like an RPG where you like have friendships and build a farm and like save a town, basically. And I remember like having work completely removed from my daily routine and then finding it in this game. And like each day of the game starting having a routine where I'd wake up and I'd go pet all the animals so they were happy and I'd go clean their pen, you know, just doing all the weird shit. But like just being enamored by this, like, oh, now I have a routine. I have a thing I can go to. I have friends that I'm doing it with. So it's like having coworkers like. I thought about that game nonstop for like three months as we played it for <laughs> dozens and dozens of hours. Um, I have another one that I'm playing right now. It's a mech game called Phantom Brigade that like I have followed for a long time. And then I realized it was an early access and I bought it on a whim on Monday night. 
and tried it for a little bit Monday night and have not stopped thinking about it. Like I'm tempted <laughs> every couple minutes we are doing this even not because I'm not entertained by this, but because I'm so drawn to that game, I'm tempted to just click it open and doodle with it, not play it, just doodle with the menus. Cause like all of it is got my attention completely. Um, yeah. It's one of my favorite things. And that, that was something that like I realized as you started going into that, like huge spiel about, um the not being able to think about anything else other than like a game is that um that's something that uh you know christy or my mom have never like i mean i'm not saying they've never experienced i'm saying they haven't gotten the opportunity to experience like literally a new game coming out that you are obsessed with playing it um you know because it comes out uh thursday night friday morning you play it in the wee hours, but then you have like school the next morning. So you can't, sure. you can't play it until yeah. you get home from school or, yeah. Uh, yeah. or even, you know, having a job now, obviously. Yeah. Just like a new game coming out on a Friday morning and not being able to play it all day because you have to work at your job. It's just, yeah. it's one of those, like, it's those, it's something that I haven't experienced in a couple of years because like the last thing that happened for me with that was destiny Two. Um, yeah, especially with all the games that like I played during quarantine, I had all the time in the world to play them. So it it was even though it was something that I thought about nonstop, I was able to play it nonstop. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting for that next thing for me as well. But uh, it's it's one of those that's it feels so bad, but it feels so good because you love it so much, <laughs> but you can't play it in that moment. So I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It's so, can yeah, it, yeah. let me it's wild. may I ask Christian a question? Um, no. Um, at what point? <laughs> why? At what point did you start um, boasting about playing with your mom, or boasting about her being a gamer? Because I know Caleb just—he loves to tell people, "Oh yeah, my grandma games too." Well, no, now I mean, he can I, say his mother too. Whenever the topic comes up, yeah, I, yeah. I always talk about it. Um, I mm -hmm. don't just like walk around Atlanta being like, "Hey, my mom plays video <laughs> games." <laughs> uh, um, it's incredible like, <laughs> if it magnet. comes up like yeah like if somebody says like um oh uh can you do this on sunday i'm like nah i'm playing uh video games with my my mom and my aunt and they're like oh that's awesome I'm like yeah it's it's the coolest thing ever i get to <laughs> play destiny with my mom um, so so, yeah. uh, so uh uh isaac every now and then he'll he'll uh he'll hop he'll invite me to his chat isaac is my one of my grandsons um He's what, 12 or 13 now? 13? Anyway, um, so one day the message pops up and I hop on and uh, um, man, I, re I didn't actually mean to call you. And I, that's okay. I just, I, I figured that. I just wanted to say hi. And his friend goes, wait, wait, who is this? He goes, it's my grandmother. And his friend went, your grandmother? Your grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> it's video games? Yeah, he's kind of embarrassed. He goes, oh, I wish somebody in my family would play with me. I wish my mom would play. She would, you know, just off. I go, and Isaac's like, yeah. But see, he's 13. When he gets to be like 16 or 18, he's going to go, yeah, like my grandma plays. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't like, appreciate it right now. But... No. That was so cute. It was so adorable. His friend said, wait, 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 wait. Who is this? Did you what? Grandma? Well, um. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yep. I um. So anyway, I, I was looking up some statistics today. Just I didn't didn't want to bring it in and be all like technical and stuff. But more and more women are playing games, and more and more older women are playing games. Yet I don't think 
that a great many play the kind of games that you and I play, Casey. No, no, I no, think no, no. I've never met anyone my age that does. Ever. I think it's just a matter of not knowing the people because yeah. the gaming yeah, yeah. community is split right down the middle. Really? 50-50 men and women. And the average gamer is like 40 right now. Oh, I mean, I'm talking people, people, my, you know, like my age ish, whatever, yeah. 50s yeah. up. There's more than you'd think. I'm sure. Really? Of it. I'm sure of it because there, yeah. because well, there closet, are people. No, no, that you just don't well, know them. The, the, what, yeah. the 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 process of finding a community in a game is always a daunting thing, and I don't know if Christian, you've experienced the same thing, but personally, like we've talked about this on my podcast, like there are several times where we bring up the fact that like it's why is it so hard to make new friends? Like I've been playing with the same group of people for like ten years. Yeah. And we'll add like a person or two, but it's rarely organically through games. It's more often someone I run into in real life who plays what I play. And I'm like, we should play together. And so like that. Really? That Yeah. Yeah. Like I've had the same group of huh. friends and I've added two people in the last two years and they are Jabril, who I met in person and the Dents, maybe that's, that's Jabril. <laughs> Uh, oh, and the and the yeah. dents who I met in person yeah. as well. Like I, you guys made a friend with Diagonal Ivy a couple like a year and a half ago. That's Do weird. You know how? That's random. Yeah, it was through you doing Mixer. Like that doesn't I happen. Was doing Mixer. That doesn't yeah. happen very often. So like, <laughs> the fact that you guys haven't discovered other people your age playing games is not because they're not there. It's because uh -huh. just discovering people to play games with is well, yeah. Oh, like, it's a it's a weird. How about your crowd? Uh, you got a pretty diverse crowd, Christian. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, buddies. in general, I mean, not saying that none of you guys are extroverted or anything like that, but I, um, in very much contrast to my younger self, I'm uh, very much an extrovert nowadays. Um, and I, I love meeting new people and I, I love meeting new people in real life, also in video games. And so I'm constantly LFGing um, for things. I've got some friends that are like, oh, I hate LFG. You get the worst people. I just do it <laughs> because it's fun. Um, so like when none of my friends are on, I will go lfg which sorry for those that don't know wow. lfg means looking for group mm -hmm. um, which is you know, a service you can find through various um outlets uh you know xbox has their own lfg service essentially um but so isn't I, there a lot in game too what isn't it also in game that you no. can do that no. no okay um but so uh i will just like in my time off when none of my friends are on or whatever I will go on to Xbox and just look up a random LFG group where they're saying, oh, we need one for this raid or we need one for this dungeon or whatever. And I'll just jump in. I'll be like, hey, guys, um, just because I love meeting new people. That being said, it's been very difficult to find people that will stay around. Um, but I, you know, I've met a lot of people over the past couple of years, and um, I would say probably a solid um, seven to ten of them. Uh, are still like very very close and good friends and i'll play with them every now and then but um yeah the i completely agree with caleb in the sense that gaming it all comes back to the social aspect of things is very very similar to like um your 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 uh your click in real life yeah. you know you've got these people that you play with and you don't stray too far outside of that main group kind of like the people that you like to hang around in school or at work or whatever like you hang around a specific group of people and you don't stray far. Um, there's a shocking, like Caleb said, a shocking amount of like 
um, you know, more elderly people that are playing or like females that are playing um, when, you know, in the past, it's been greatly looked upon that like gamers are young dudes who mm-hmm. love the game and drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> um, got so many girls out there like um, there's this game Dead by Daylight that I am obsessed with. Um, and it is so shocking how many women actually play that game. Um, how many women play a horror slasher game yeah like yeah, it's, it's crazy. deeply into mm-hmm. it and it's like oh, yeah okay and like most of them are i would consider experts like mm-hmm. they are good at the game so yeah. um it's not because you know i i'm not shocked that they play it because they're women and they don't game or whatever the heck but i'm shocked because <laughs> yeah it's the it's the uh, the genre <laughs> yeah the genre the um yeah whatever the the stuff that it contains i guess yeah yeah i frequently i frequently come across twitter threads and like it's i'm a little embarrassed that it's still surprised to me because like it Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be anymore but i'm still surprised when i'm on twitter and like uh, a female developer that i follow or streamer that i follow goes into some like long super detailed thread of tweets about like how a thing works, why a thing works, why they like it, how to get better at it. I'm always like, oh shit, that's right. It's not just sweaty dudes. <laughs> it's it's everybody. Like everybody. So in their parents' basement with no pants on. Yeah. And I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you guys, now that you have Discord, you can go into the server browser on Discord and find a community of like 50 plus aged gamers and join them and have hundreds of people to interact with and look for a group with if you wanted to specifically play with people your age it wouldn't right it wouldn't be difficult if you just spent if you just spent the time to find like that discord community right Mm -hmm. um discord's actually really yeah discord's a really great great app for that purpose like i've got like Mm -hmm. 20 servers i'm in some of them are of games that i'm actively playing and i can just like interact with the people that Mm-hmm. work on the game or people who are playing ask the game question. and ask questions. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but anyway, back to our, that other, um, I will, our, yeah, go ahead. I think an, another logical extension of this discussion would be skill progression. I mean, like you guys talked about having had a controller in your hand ever since you were, were wee babies. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I, and I honestly, and I, and I love what you said, Christian, about when you live with someone and then you look at a picture and you go, wow, you've lost a lot of weight on me. It'd be the other way around, but um, wow, you've gained a lot of weight, but the skill progression, um, <coughs> I don't feel like I am getting any better. Um, but the other night I got on um, um, Warframe and some, someone I hadn't played with in quite a while got into our party and decided to you know chat and get in our game and and he was trying to compliment me, and I got a little embarrassed. He said, "Wow, you're keeping up with me. Uh, I'm I'm used to you uh, running into walls and and having to come back and help you find your way through the maze." And da da da. He kept going on and on. He said, "You used to do this, and you used to that." And I said, "No, I didn't. I wasn't that bad." And Ben goes, "Mom, he's trying to give you a compliment." <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to defend my old self, and he was trying to say I've gotten better, and that. That was that made me feel good. That felt like I had to share that oh, brag on me a little bit because um, because I am slow to learn, but you know I've I've done a lot, and I think playing a lot of different games um, contributes to. I mean, having gone through all the Halos over the last year and a half, 
and then and then going back to destiny and Warframe and all that and all of those combined i think are making me a lot better player yeah. <laughs> and putting in time yeah i mean and, you're, and de- you're, de- you're, de- you're developing for sure yeah, yeah. and let me it is possible let me interject this too um because then when christy and christian suggested hellblade um and then i got into it um, such a good game oh my god oh, so good and i got into it at first and you know i got really confused you know you guys are with me when i was trying to do the first puzzles and and thinking about things in a different way and then all of a sudden when there was there was a point where i got it it's like oh okay so this is how you know mm-hmm. i need to look at this from the perspective of a mentally ill person with psychosis you know and so it's like okay so it's thinking about things in a different way anyway um, when I realized when I beat the first round of bosses, you know, by just spamming the buttons, you know, you know, and then it works then, on easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I need to play it on, uh, you know, step it up and play it on not just easy. But anyway, um, easy, I think is still hard, but I did it. I went through the whole game. And I did it. And there was some the most immense satisfaction because, you know, you have to play that game by yourself. And something that was your first solo game, wasn't it? It was. Uh And something clicked in my brain with that. And it's like, I can do this. I can do, I can play whatever I want to play. Yeah, (laughs) on easy, but. I don't mean to interrupt. Um, It was really, really funny, though. Um, Uh Because, like, for both Christy and you, Casey, mother, um, like, halfway (laughs) through the game for both of you guys, uh, because early on in the game, it, it tells you if you fail too many times, you're gonna have to start all the way over. At the oh very yeah, game. yeah. Um, both of you guys were like, I don't, I don't want to keep playing. I, I don't, because I'm messing up so much. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to like wait on me to start all How over. How many more times and, have I got? Yeah, I had, literally <laughs> had to tell them that like just keep going, you're gonna be fine. Um, because yeah, there was a study done that um by some group of gamers or whatever where like they literally figured out that that message at the beginning is just a hoax. Yep. Um, that you don't actually sort of put that fear well, in you yeah it, it adds yeah. that anxiety because then you start to feel uh paranoid like she did yeah well, yeah it's it's yeah. to play into it's to play you into senoa's yeah. mindset to be like yeah mm-hmm. yeah eventually you're gonna fuck this up so much you can't fix it yeah and you're gonna be and sent back to the beginning and yeah. as soon as christian told me that i no, I, I, like, I didn't tell you it was a hoax i just said no no i, I know You'll yeah, be fine. I, I just told you to keep going. It's going to be fine. You'll make it through. You yeah. told me. You told me. I guarantee you'll finish the game. <laughs> yeah. And I went, okay, thanks. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess. <laughs> um, I played I that better. one on story story mode too. And I've, I think as much as I love shooting, I love being adequate. <laughs> I like to say I'm getting better, but my new goal is to be adequate. Um, yeah. and I love, I love the feeling of being competent enough to play the game, but also to playing for the story. It still gives you a challenge. You still got to play the bosses. Still got to figure things out. But when it, but when it's real, when you're really going at it for the story, like I was, I, I appreciated that. Having that level of confidence makes me feel really badass sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. I, very fulfilling and satisfying. Mm-hmm. Time. Yeah. Christian, it's funny it's, you talk about. Your personality, you're becoming more extroverted. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm not an extrovert. I'm a gregarious introvert. But when Caleb and I went up to 
except with family. The, um, the outpost, <laughs> Discovery yeah. Outpost. Um, we walked into the VIP room for the first time, and a bunch of the uh, personalities came in. Some of the, you know, the big shots. There was a panel. The developers? Um, we, huh? Yeah, the I, developers? I guess the first one was the developers, yeah. And they were seated behind a table, and you were to get in line, you were to go up and and say hi to them and get signatures or whatever. I know where this story's going. And, <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we just got in there. And it's just like, well, what do we do? What do we say? And I said, I'll take it from here. <laughs> I barged up to the first person. Oh, no, said, that's wrong. That's Wait. not it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let me tell my side and then you tell me your side. <laughs> yeah, so this is the way I remember it. I just walked up and said, I'm 67 years old and I'm I'm a, a grandma and I game with my grandson. He's over here. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. we, <laughs> and we have a podcast and we talk about gaming and they all just went, ah, uh, jaw, jaw drop. And like, <laughs> they talked to the person. This person here is 67 years old and she's played games. Anyway, it was adorable. So yeah, I so had the, to be an extrovert. <laughs> the, fun, the fun fact about that story is I, we were in line and you were behind me. And I was like, do me a favor. <laughs> Go stand in front of me. <laughs> And introduce yourself first, or else I'm going to look like some douchey kid who dragged his grandma to this. <laughs> so I was like, you go first and tell them what you what you do. Why and then I'll here? sheepishly wave in the background instead of me being like, I do games and I'm a grandma. And then you sheepishly waving in the back. So that was like this, this, this small moment of clarity I had where I was like, if we just invert this order yeah this is gonna be way cooler so i was like please go in front of me uh and it so worked out great pretty much the way every encounter went from there on it was just like hi i'm a 67 year old gaming grandma <laughs> there's my grandson oh and furthermore the next one. furthermore the next day when we got there um like frank o'connor like the franchise like lead for 20 years was like are you the grandma and grandson that do a podcast and I was like, oh shit, they know about mm -hmm. us now. And so like the next time, the next day, yeah, the next mm -hmm. day when we ran into people, they were like, Yeah, we talked about you with everybody last night. I was like, cool. <laughs> so we had to walk around this we had to walk around this whole Halo thing with like people being like, You're the people that oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Yep, that's us. It was so much fun. So that's why it's so weird. important that we get we wrap up our Halo season and get it repackaged and re um broadcast before um halo infinite comes out this year just to get every get everybody mm -hmm. let them know that not only did we go there but we actually did what we said we're going to do we're going to podcast about the whole gaming experience but in our in our little circle because there might be some of them who remember that yeah mm -hmm. so anyway. you know i had a similar experience as your experience at the halo thing uh, but it was when I was at Universal and did the Fear Factor eating challenge and ate a bunch of gross stuff. People all day <laughs> walked around and say, hey, you're the guy that ate weird meat and old milk. And oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy that ate weird meat and old milk. That was, the, that was my nickname in high school. That's, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, no, I um, I don't like being recognized. It's weird. I don't take compliments well, one. Like when I play baseball, people are like, good game. I'd be like, eh, whatever. Leave me alone. Um, or when I write a thing and people are like, this is really good. I'm like, eh, it just came out of my brain. That's all. Leave me alone. So when people were like, this is really cool. You and your grandma played the Halo games? And I was like, mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. 
it was <laughs> but it was great it was great especially like because i got oh, to like what was sit... his name john friend was it the the big tall community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. guy he, he uh actually kind of sought us out the second day yeah wow. yeah he came to us and was like you guys you yeah. do the and i was like yeah, yeah please don't Please don't do this again because my anxiety just went through the roof. But yeah, it's us. Hi, how's it going? Aww. We're just gonna hide back here. But it was also no, equally cool. It. it was also yeah. equally no, not not that I didn't like it, but mm-hmm. then it was like I instantly felt like I was on the spot. I was like, <laughs> yep, this not was... have to be even cooler. Um, but uh, more than that, the the best thing about that was like taking my my grandma, who's like I had just realized like the day before we left didn't know anything about the halo games and i thought she did and i was like oh my god this is gonna be amazing i got to take her to this event and like introduce her to the people that make this game first as like a prequel and she i could tell in your face every time you met a new person you were like this is a woman this is another woman this is another woman what is happening and like just watching you like women make games was it was awesome yeah, it was pretty huge. Yeah, it was yep, great. The, it was great. But then but the, the 343 um studio is heavily I mean, it's headed by a woman. It's you know, yeah, Bonnie Ross right runs the studio all, and a bunch of all the a bunch top, of the all the top, top execs and mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Yeah. I thought it was still a boys' club for the most part. It is. It large it very much is. But three four three's kind of a a uh, poster child for like an extremely diverse leadership team. That's cool. It's cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, do we want to get into Destiny's story for a little bit while we're all here? Since you guys yeah, are we're... more deeply connected to it, and since Christian is a living almanac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say the that almanac much. I have a more extensive knowledge than most. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, but but Caleb can do um, Zavala. So do Zavala real quick. Well, I'm not going to do it on command, but go ahead. <laughs> do, it. do it. Do Zavala, please. Do it, do it, do it. Hang on. Okay, he's, he's got to get in <clears throat> I should have muted my mic before I coughed like that. <clears throat> Guardian. There you go. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> It's, it literally, I can't play that game and not do it. Or, like I said last time, I'll be like washing dishes and I'll be like, time to wash dishes. Like, I'll <laughs> turn into it just <laughs> randomly. It's weird. But Lance Reddick's great. And like, I could, that dude's voice is awesome. Yes, it is. That's All right. Good. So, how do, you, how do you want to lure Christian into this? Well, I guess deep dive I, can, of I guess I can lore. give. I guess I can give the top level. Yeah, we need the high can level. Can we take a can we take a, a a break for a commercial? You know what I mean? Commercial. We need to make a quick break. A she pause. needs to use the restroom. Pause. Sure. <laughs> pause. Yes. <laughs> okay. Be right back. All right. 